2: Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Uh, Maggie, there reports out that they have not had the owners-only session of the owners' meeting for the NFL, which are in New York City today. So the uh, aforementioned Jim Irsay quote about how they can kick out Daniel Snyder if they want to has not been discussed among the owners. So I think so get Jim your Irsay popcorn. Went, went rogue? He went rogue. Get your popcorn, though. Now they have to talk about it. I would love to be a fly on the wall. They kick out everybody, apparently, all the lieutenants. I picture like a sort of Godfather like <laughs> Yeah, something like that. They uh, they kick out everybody and Tanya Snyder I guess will be in there. She's representing the Washington Commanders. But this is a an interesting day. I feel like maybe we get a little momentum here that what everybody with common sense, things should happen. Daniel Snyder should be kicked out of the ownership group. There's no doubt in most fans' minds, in my mind at least, and I think your mind, yeah. maybe it's going to happen.
3: Well, it's interesting that Jim Merce would come out now and say, you know, yeah. we think there's reason to. And what I think is interesting, and forgive me for being a little bit cynical about this, but I think the toxic work environment, the women who have come forward who have said that he's harassed and and worse, uh, the da- things that Daniel Snyder had done – well, I think that's important. I hope that's important to the public, and all of us would like, you know, him to be removed. I think to the owners, it was actually more the fact that he couldn't get a stadium built, you know, and that he burned so many bridges—no pun intended—with people in Virginia and DC and Maryland that it's not—it's no longer profitable, you know. Oh, not
2: to mention he hid funds from the. Yeah, other and it was like
3: financial improprieties. Like the toxic work environment, I think, was far down on the list. I um, do think
2: also the the embarrassment. You know, at a certain point, it's a PR crisis.
3: Mm -hmm. And that's another bombshell of how many bombshells uh, been written about Daniel Snyder. Okay, let's turn our attention now to Amy Dash. She's, of course, Odyssey Sports legal analyst and a good friend of the show. And Amy, thanks so much for joining us today. Hi, guys. How are you? It's so great to talk with you. Now, this is a story that's gone really under the radar, and we haven't heard a lot about it, but there's a looming court date for Jerry Jones, it's coming up in early December. Can you explain what's going on? Yeah, so
4: in a shocking suit that was filed two years ago, but like you said, it's, it's really received like little to no national media coverage. I haven't been able to find it anywhere. Uh, a woman accused him of sexually assaulting her in September 2018 in the Tom Landry room at AT&T Stadium, essentially in front of a whole host of people, including the former head coach, Jason Garrett, running back Ezekiel Elliott, a bunch of Cowboys players. And the case was dismissed, but what happened is she appealed it, and she also filed a motion in district court for a new trial and reconsideration of the case. So she's got two separate actions pending in an appellate and a district court, and both of them have upcoming dates, November 16th, for oral arguments on the appeal to see if she could get another shot. So she's really not backing down from this lawsuit, and I'm just pretty shocked at the discrepancy in coverage between the sexual assault allegations against Jerry Jones, which nobody's covering except me, and the ones against Daniel Snyder. When you think about it, he's being investigated by Congress, investigated by the NFL, potentially investigated by the D.C. attorney general on the criminal side. And the latest allegations, at least against him, from what I've heard, are that he touched somebody's leg and tried to force them into a a limousine, more of a harassment. Jerry Jones, on the other hand, was accused of forcibly sticking his tongue in this woman's mouth and grabbing and groping her in front of a room full of people.
3: You know, Uh, Amy, sorry, Perloff, one sec. So this – you mentioned that the case was – the – this was first brought up in 2018, but it was dismissed. But it wasn't dismissed on, like, the merit. Wasn't it, like, a technicality about the woman giving her identity?
4: Yeah, so basically Jones's attorney said, uh, you know, in a strange twist, the attorney that brought this case that's representing the woman is the same attorney that sued Jones on behalf of somebody else, an exotic dancer back in 2014 who also accused him. Of sexual assault, so the attorney said this is uh, this is a money grab. They're, this woman's coming under a pseudonym, Jane Doe. She's anonymous. It's making it impossible for us to defend this. We don't even know who she is. The judge reportedly ordered the woman to amend her pleadings and list her name. A lot, uh, very similar to what's going on with the Deshaun Watson case right now. We saw the news that his latest accuser has been ordered to publicly reveal her identity. And she did not do that, and so it ended up getting dismissed. But my understanding is that she did eventually give her name over to Jones and his attorneys as part of a confidential settlement offer that was not accepted.
2: Amy, what do you think this story should mean for Cowboys fans? Is there any chance that this would become an NFL issue and that I'm maybe playing down the road either they would penalize Jones or possibly even take the team away down the road?
4: Well, I just think, you know, this story and the story about the the settlement by the Cowboys with the cheerleaders, remember, I came and discussed that with you guys, $2.5 million to the four women, and that stayed under wraps for years, too. Nobody found out about it. So the fact that these huge stories that you think everybody would be covering are able to stay quiet for so many years, and there's no accountability or even internal investigation by the NFL... But, and believe me, this is not in defense of Dan Snyder, I have no connection to him, no horse in the race, and he's accused of some terrible things, too. But the fact that he's being investigated by so many people over sexual assault allegations, and nobody's investigating this allegation against Jerry Jones, just strikes me as incredibly odd.
3: You know, Amy, the fact that, and Amy Dash is joining us, she's Odyssey Sports legal analyst and You know, the fact that this happened in front of so many people, does that help the case or hurt the case or not matter at all?
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
4: Well, it will matter if the case is revived and she's able to move forward and call some of these players to come and testify. uh, Whether they would testify honestly, Uh, one would hope because there could be a perjury charge associated with lying. But remember, their loyalties are to uh, Jones, if they were even there, you know, some of them may have not been there. Some of them may have been might have been there and not seen this happen. We don't know, but she did list, you know, even his wife. She said was in the room at the time, which that also struck me as a weird fact. Jerry's wife was in the room. Jerry's wife. She lists Jerry's wife as a witness, a potential witness to this happening.
2: Oh.
3: Okay. I um, mean, we—it's funny, weird, Amy. Right?
2: We've heard so many stories about Jerry Jones through the years. Through the, you know, nothing has ever really been proven. There's been some weird pictures on Instagram. Is there, you know, this is going to sound really cynical, but is there almost like a different standard applied to Jerry Jones? We we have so much fun with his sort of colloquialisms, and he's always been a character. Is it possible people just view Jerry Jones differently than a normal businessman? Not that that's any you, kind of excuse like, at all.
4: You mean like the dirty old man joke kind of thing? Kind of like Jerry, on on Jerry's just media. an
2: oddball, you know? And not that that's, I'm not saying that's an excuse, but I feel like the public views Jerry Jones much differently than the other 31 owners.
4: Yeah, I mean, I've seen jokes in that vein of like, oh, well, we already know that Jerry's," you know? Fleazy, some people call him. I don't know him personally. I have no idea what his habits are. But that was also a word that was used in the lawsuit against him. Um, And like I said, he was accused back in 2014. So uh, the one thing I will say about the suit is that his attorneys made the argument that uh, this suit was filed just to get media attention. Meanwhile, nobody picked up the suit in two years, virtually nobody that I saw on a national level. And the woman went so far as to amend her pleadings and continue to refuse to go public with her identity. So if she wanted this to be to garner media attention in the way that they accused her of, her uh, publicity-driven lawyer would have gone to the press. And that didn't happen. So... You know, I don't know what the validity of it is, but I do know that she is not giving up without a fight because she's continuing to press on and appeal and, and, and file motions. And it's said that she spent thousands of dollars on expert witnesses, you know, to detail the damages that she says that she sustained at psychological, emotional, mental, and, and physical
3: Well, we'll keep our eye on what's going on in Dallas with that. Amy, while we have you, though, we want to ask you about Deshaun Watson because week six just finished up in the NFL. He's eligible to come back in week 11. So this is going to happen and be here before we know it. Yet another woman has come forward now in the Houston area to say that something inappropriate happened during a massage. What can you tell us about that?
4: Well, I don't think it will affect him in terms of playing because the agreement with the Browns was that anything that sort of fell within a certain time period um, that was at least t- told to them, I would hope that he disclosed this to them if he had any knowledge of it, that, you know, that would, and the NFL, I think, was on board with that agreement too, that there wouldn't be any additional suspension unless things happened after, you know, at a later time. So this was, tw- this allegations back from 2020, She's him of pressuring her to give oral sex. It's unclear if a police report was filed. Um, But again, now this woman has to make a difficult choice. She has to decide, is she going to come forward with her identity? Uh, Her attorneys already said there are concerns for her safety because of the high profile nature of this. And the judge has ordered that she has to come forward. Otherwise, the the claim will be dismissed, similar to what happened with the Jerry Jones case. So there's a lot of pressure on these people. So I think one of the alternatives that the attorneys are looking at is that her attorney said, we have no problem giving the identity. There's got to be a protective order in place so that the public can't get a hold of her name.
3: Amy, can't tell you how much we appreciate this. Amy Dash is Odyssey Sports legal analyst and good friend of the show. Amy, thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Take care. Appreciate it. Never heard a peep about this Jerry Jones thing.
2: Yeah, I remember, remember the paternity suit. That was a I big story the, last yeah, year. I remember
3: that from last year. Uh, and and a couple of things, but this specific thing about yeah. something going down in the stadium where he, according to this woman, was acting inappropriately in a room full of people and never heard that one before. It was filed two years ago.
2: Yeah, I mean, this owner, the whole NFL ownership circle feels like you really, really have to have a smoking gun to affect anything and also the other thing jerry jones even just, if you have
3: a smoking gun they, i don't know if it affects anything
2: yeah right jerry jones has turned 80. He, i think this would be a long legal battle it's not like they're going to take the cowboys away from him before he dies i don't think i mean robert kraft look at everything he went through and he yeah. he was never close to losing the patriots look at uh everything right now going on in miami with Stephen ross so yeah it, different but yeah. It, totally different but i'm just saying like just because a owner gets in trouble like they can fight back legally Listen for a what? long long time
3: Dan Snyder has been Dan fighting Snyder back for, for two decades for so long and now finally today if you're just joining us Jim Ursay, uh, of all people, a Colts owner, came out and said he believes there is merit to remove Daniel Snyder. And now this is going to yeah. continue.
2: Well, I don't know if of all people, it seems like Jim Ursay might be the frankest owner amongst the owners now. But Very I've never, active
3: on Twitter, that guy.
2: Never heard an owner rip his quarterback as soundly <laughs> as Jim Ursay ripped Carson Wentz. So I think Jim Ursay is like, ah, I'm going to let it all hang out at this point yeah, in my life.
3: You know, you're right. Not exactly the Rooney's and the Maras, you know? A little no, bit no, different no, no, no. approach.
2: Actually, yeah, if we were going to look at all the owners, like who's going to come out against Snyder first? Perse, in a weird way, makes some sense yeah, because he doesn't hold public, back. Right. Yeah, he doesn't hold back at all. Jerry doesn't hold back either, but he, he obviously has deep ties to Snyder. He came out and said me and Snyder are fine, even though there are reports they're not. I don't even want to touch that one.
3: Man, I mean, I'm just curious if Snyder is going to make good on these threats that he has dossiers on six of the owners and that he's got dirty laundry on people.
2: Ooh. I mean, by the way, imagine if the team is sold to Jeff Bezos, who has owns Amazon, yeah. has digital records on every human being on the planet. Can you imagine a dossier he could put together <laughs> on people?
3: Yes, he definitely knows my order history. Uh, yes. Yeah, a lot of returns. Quite frankly, a lot yeah. of things, a lot of impulse buys, and a like, lot of returns.
2: If we say something negative about the Washington Commanders, all of a sudden that uh, blender is going to be three days late.
3: <laughs> yeah, your Amazon yeah. Prime has now been yeah, canceled permanently.
2: Conflict of interest. I can't even imagine what's going on there.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get on that guy's bad side. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Coming up, oh, the best trash talk we have heard. Now this is intimidating. <laughs> You are going to want to stick around for that. Bottom of the hour. Time for a CBS Sports Update. Here's Rich Ackerman.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.